Do you have a desire to invest in the spiritual growth of others? Do you wish you had more time to do that? Do you plan to become involved in discipling others at some point in the future, just when you have more time? Or is life just too busy right now? Hi, my name is David Dennis, and I'm with the Kansas Communities Ministry with the Navigators. Thank you so much for joining us today for this third of three podcasts that explore our objective to know Christ in my own life in ever-increasing depth and to make disciples and develop laborers at all times, under any conditions, in every place I go. You know, in our last two episodes, we shared some thoughts on the concepts of knowing Christ in ever-increasing depth. We also talked about making disciples and developing laborers. Those are our goals, our objectives in life. Yet, when do we get started on this task? What does it really mean when we say, at all times, under any conditions, in every place I go? My mother tells the story of a person she knew who was married to a lady many years ago. The man was not that keen on personal hygiene. Day after day, his wife would encourage him to take a bath. And day after day, according to the story my mother told me, he would say, no, no, not today, not today. Is that what you and I may say or think? No, no, not today. I don't think I want to or can take that first step to reach out to someone and maybe do a Bible study with them or listen to their story or just come alongside them. You and I may know that it is important to do something about helping others in their spiritual journey, but the urgent often gets in the way, doesn't it? Life gets complicated. Many things compete for our attention. There's a little book written by Robert Boyd Munger called My Heart, Christ's Home. This talks about the so-called tyranny of the urgent. The overwhelming power in our lives of those things which demand our attention right here, right now. This urgent often crowds out that which we know to be more important. For example, it's so easy to be caught up in the demands of our family, our work, even our church activities that we put off investing in the spiritual lives and growth of others. Which of the following excuses have you used? Because I know I've used most of them. Number one, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Let's wait until this is over. Then I'll make time to disciple someone or start a Bible study. Number two, I'm too busy working. My hours are crazy. I don't have enough time off. I'm going to wait until retirement. Number three, we're too busy raising our children. They're involved with so many activities, sports, music. I need to wait until they grow up a bit before I invest in someone spiritually. Number four, I'm too sick. I'm disabled. I need to wait until I'm better. Number five, I don't have enough money. I need just a little bit more. You know, I'm going to work hard now and then wait until I get that promotion and have more disposable income. Then I can cut back and have more time to invest in others. Or number six, I don't have enough knowledge. I need to study more. What if someone asks me a question I can't answer? I need to take some theological courses. Then, after I've studied more, then I'll start investing in others. Do any of those excuses sound familiar? I know they sound familiar to me because I've thought them or said them at one point in my life. Well, listen to these pertinent passages of Scripture. Paul says in Ephesians 5.16, We need to redeem the time because the days are evil. 
Ecclesiastes 9.10, the preacher says, Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. For there is no work or device or knowledge or wisdom in the grave where you are going. Romans 13.11 says, And do this, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. In Colossians 4.5, Paul says, Walk in wisdom toward those who are outside, redeeming the time. Redeem the time. Redeem the time. In this context, Vine's Dictionary states that to redeem the time is to, quote, buy up the opportunity. To buy up the opportunity. Don't let it slip away from you. We all know that Satan likes us to let the time go and not redeem it for our Savior. There are two stories I want to share with you which help exemplify this dilemma. Concerning the idea of sharing the good news of salvation in Jesus alone with someone, I'm going to quote from the booklet Goads and Nails written by Dr. Richard Spann. This is volume 3, pages 51 through 53. I'm just going to read a paragraph from that. Quote, When Lauren retired as president of the Navigators, he continued the Lord's work by developing what was to be later known as the Business and Professional Ministry. After turning the leadership of that ministry over to a colleague, he and his wife Lucy began traveling across the country to establish and develop contacts with all of their relatives, some of whom they had not seen or heard from in years. Lorne recounted that on one occasion, after visiting with a relative for some time, he returned to his car and realized that the relative did not know the Lord. As he sat in the car for a moment, he related that two questions came to his mind. If not me, then who? And if not now, then when? Lorne states that these two questions prompted him to return to the man's house and lead him to a knowledge of the Lord. Those are two questions that we need to ask ourselves. If not me, then who? If not now, then when? The second story relates more to investing in someone deeply in terms of an ongoing discipling relationship. This is also a story from Goads and Nails, Volume 1, page 52. In the early 1950s, Lauren Sanny was sent by Dawson Trotman. Dawson Trotman was the founder of the Navigators to a naval base near Seattle, Washington. Not only was the weather depressing with cold, rainy days, but the ministry was floundering. After repeated attempts to attract sailors to look at the Bible together, only one man showed any interest. Lorne called Dawson and related the problem to him. Dawson's response to Lorne was to, quote, pour your life into him, end quote. This naval recruit an oil field worker prior to enlisting, became faithful, available, and teachable as Lawrence spent hours with him weekly. A few years later, this man, Charlie Riggs, later to become director of follow-up for the Billy Graham Crusades, moved to the Midwest. He had heard of a man in Oklahoma City named Gene War who wanted some spiritual direction in his life. Month after month, he would go miles out of his way as he traveled to share with Gene what he had learned from Lorne. In the early 60s, Gene met a man from Kansas who had recently been at Glen Erie and was challenged by the message of discipleship. He began to meet with him, providing ideas, resources, and encouragement to this man. This man's name was Jim Morris. He began a ministry of discipleship in the state of Kansas. 
The rest of the history of the Kansas Navigators is well known to most of us. If we were able to enumerate the lives that have been changed by this ministry, it would probably number into the thousands. You know, during the pandemic, I was and still am so impressed by the work of Dickie and Betty Borchard and Jim and Carrie Truex on our Kansas Navigator team. They have consistently, year after year, led the effort for the Kansas Community's Ministry to have a presence at the Kansas State Fair. During the pandemic, they didn't let the virus hold them back. Even though it took much additional time and effort, they led a Navigator Bible study online via Zoom for several folks across the state of Kansas who simply wanted to grow spiritually. They invested in the spiritual growth of folks at all times, under any conditions. So the last part of our objective is at all times, under any conditions, in every place I go. We start where we are. We use what we have with the people that God brings across our paths, and we simply do what we can. We realize we will not be perfect, but we know the Holy Spirit is. We won't have our full energy to devote to it, but the Holy Spirit does. We won't have all the answers, but the Holy Spirit does have all the answers. We won't love them as we should, but the Holy Spirit will. We won't have all the free time we need to devote to this, but the Holy Spirit certainly does. Join us next time as we continue our discussion about time management and how to make disciples on Making Disciples Naturally. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the views of the navigators, nor of the Kansas Communities Ministry. Thank you for listening.